Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today, we're going to talk Spelunky 2 and some console launch news and maybe a little bit of that NVIDIA fiasco that's happened this week. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks to Jason K, Tom Z, and Chris K for their contributions. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, a few uh, contributors had dropped off. That's totally cool. We love you still. Uh, we appreciate everybody who uh, hits us up and is friends with us and is cool. So as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, Alex, any bumpers for the network? Yes, Horror Movie Yearbook just put out their third episode in the September of the Dead series, talking about Day of the Dead. Uh, they also gave away a hard copy of the novel The Living Dead by authors George A. Romero and Daniel Krauss. They will have a soft cover version of the book to give away in another couple of weeks. So please make sure you check out their Twitter or Instagram or one of their episodes to figure out how you can win that and uh, and make sure you listen to some of their great content because I think uh, I think it's been a pretty awesome series and it's made me want to sit down and watch some Romero zombie flicks uh, and uh, that means you're doing a good job. Sweet, but that's it. Cool, uh, Brian. What have you been playing? Um, not a whole lot, honestly. I've been very distracted by various things like um just thinking about getting an rtx 3080 for example but we can talk <laughs> about that more later um i also finally got my sweet ass keyboard that i ordered in may it's called a uh, digma rays um very small company this is uh, like only their second batch i think of a thousand that they've made um it is an ergonomic keyboard. It splits in half. Um, it has programmable. A, you can hmm? fit a pizza between the two halves. Oh, yeah. 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 Most it connects to like a little thing. I think they call it the Neuron um, with USB-C cables. And so you can like it. They ship it with uh, two short cables, but also one that's like a bit longer. So you can split them uh, even further apart. Like, I can split it far enough to stick my Hotas in the middle now, which is sweet. Nice. Um, you can fit his feeding trough in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, yeah, it's really good for snacks, drinking, um, other hobbies. Uh, <laughs> it's also really good for gaming. And it what is... kind of other hobbies? <laughs> like painting miniatures? Yes. You can like fit your, uh, your entire... Um... Uh, sewing machine in between the two halves of the keyboard yes um anything involving both of your hands perhaps maybe even a third hand <laughs> oh okay that's not weird yeah it's really cool being able to push like half of the keyboard out of the way too for gaming just use the left side um <laughs> you guys are ridiculous what are you doing with your right hand <laughs> Using my if, mouse. If the obviously. left one's typing, I mean, what are you, <laughs> just, just curious. Um, oh boy. Yeah, the switches are hot swappable, which is cool. If I get sick of like the ones that I ordered, which I think I will. Um, <laughs> or if you get anything in the keyboard that you got to clean out, 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, it's very easy to clean. It's all uh, made out of like brushed aluminum. You, you had some. Uh, you had some Corey correct issues uh, in the in the Discord. You mentioned having to like retrain how you were typing. Did you adjust yeah, pretty quickly? Yeah. Or? Well, one reason is I was using MX Cherry Reds, mm. which are linear switches mm-hmm. and very light. Um, so like I got used to those kind of, but I never really enjoyed them that much for typing. They're really good for gaming. Um, I I think the transition from like any modern laptop or like, you know, store-bought PC, uh, the transition from those keyboards to a mechanical keyboard is like a huge step anyways. Like, yeah, when I jumped over to my, like, I think this is like the G910 or whatever keyboard I have, it's got, it's, it's got. Logitech's custom like Romer G switches in it or whatever, mm-hmm. which are really nice. I like them because they're quiet. Yeah. Um, but the transition from using like my MacBook keyboard to jump, you know, chiclet style keys to this like nice mechanical keyboard was a huge jump. And then even more so, my keyboard at work is a Keychron K4. And like using that keyboard is completely different than using this mm-hmm. uh, Logitech one. And I actually think typing on the Keychron has made me a better typist on the logitech which is kind of weird but no that, uh, that makes a lot of sense it's it's a crazy jump but it's definitely something like if, if people like if you're going to be a keyboard nerd like we're all becoming apparently uh in our discord uh it's cool yeah. to take note of these sorts of things yeah um sorry that was a long-winded tangent that's fine it was relevant so um I guess like one of the things though with the other keyboard I had, it was like a Corsair. I liked it, but um, it was kind of like more entry level. I feel for mechanical keyboards. Um, I mean, like knowing what I know now about all these crazy hobbyists and stuff. Um, but like everything felt kind of like loose on that keyboard. It's hard, like the keys rattle and stuff. And this one, everything's just like tight. Like there's no key rattle the most part other than some of the larger keys because they have stabilizers and blah 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 whatever um but like uh the switches on these are tactile switches so they have like a little bit of a bump to them like they don't click but like when you first start pressing it there's a little bit of resistance and then it gives way Mm -hmm. um and that's like a completely different uh feel for typing and it's really fucking with me also I split the keyboard in half, so I'm typing with my wrists straight. Like, I have the two pieces angled. And that is, like, for some reason, completely different for me, too. Like, I, I make a lot more mistakes, but different in the long run... memory, right? You know? Yeah. In the long run, it'll help me a lot, because I have a lot of hand and uh, wrist issues from many years of activities, you know, one handed typing. <laughs> it's all in the left you hand. Quite wrist even it out yet. You're, you're going to even it out now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But after, yeah, it's after it's, 60 years of typing one way, you've now you got to change it up to, you know, so you gotta, you'll have to get some new Ben gay for your wrists or something. <laughs> yeah. So far. Oh, it has wrist rests that are made out of like uh, silicone. It's actually part of the body of the keyboard. And these are the most comfortable wrist rests I've ever used. And I guess you can peel them off like they stick on. You can peel them off and uh, actually wash them with soap and put them back on. Oh, that's good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah, I, got, I got the together. white. 
little, <laughs> little bit of KY. <laughs> Jesus. <Sure. John>. <laughs> <laughs> Not to go on forever about this, but the other really <laughs> cool thing is, I mean, aside from having a crap ton of RGB that's programmable per key and everything, is it has this layer function where basically you can set up up to 10 configurations of your keys and um, you can either switch them on the fly, like switch the whole layer of the key of the uh, keys to another layer, or you can do like what's called like a one shot thing where you hit the button and it just switches to another layer for one keystroke. And then it goes back to the layer it was at. Hmm. And it's it's really awesome. Like so, like is it? There's also eight key, thumb keys instead of a space bar, which is wild and hard to get used to, but very cool. Brian, have you been playing anything else? Um, just a bit of the usual. Um, you know, Rainbow. There's a new operator released, the Sam Fisher yeah. operator, who's called Zero in the game. Uh, I haven't gotten to use them yet, though. They changed all the optics in that game, and it's really ruined my play. That sucks. <laughs> like I, I feel like I'm relearning how to play that game. They call him Zero in the game. Yeah. yeah. Why not just Sam Fisher? Because he needs a, a like a Rainbow Six operator code name. Man. Yeah. I don't know if you read about it, but supposedly in the lore of Rainbow Six in the universe, that Knock is actually his daughter. No hmm. shit. That's yeah. cool. That's pretty good. Um, who did he knock up? Oh, 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 oh. Damn it. <laughs> Stop it. The applause was perfect. Um, there it is. It's the one that I thought I should press. Is that all right? I did a little bit of flight simulator back when the wildfires were like in the in their prime, basically, last week. Um, that's really sad situation in general, but I was curious. Like people were saying, you could see the smoke in the game. Oh, interesting. And um, you can't see like wildfires because the terrain isn't generated in real time. You know, it's like they update it maybe every month or so from satellite yeah. imagery. Like, is um, there any plan to add a career mode to that game? Because I feel like it needs it. Like, I kind of want that. Like, I'm I'm not sure, but they're adding some cool stuff like co-op. Like, you'll you'll be able to hang out in the same plane and like switch off flying and stuff. You, I could be like a co-pilot, or I could be like yeah. an irritated passenger knocking on the the pilot Probably. door, the cockpit door. Um, funny. Uh, it. I don't know if it was a coincidence or not, but when I did take off from San Francisco, I couldn't see anything. But then again, they're well known for having dense fog too. But uh, I think the smoke thing really was somewhat modeled into the game because the the weather is real time, and that probably shows up in the weather reports. So um, as far as like the air quality goes. Yeah. Whatnot. Um, so that was interesting. Uh, that game, I guess, is really broken right now, though. From their last patch, it broke a bunch of planes further. I was playing. But... So I played a little bit. I did get a flight stick uh, since the last episode, and I was going through the training missions, as Brian had advised. Um, and, and when I was going through what the mission number seven, I think six or seven is, I think they call it your first solo flight, even though I think it's just like a traffic pattern. 
Um, mm -hmm. It crashed like in the middle of it for me, and then I promptly sold my video card. So I haven't been able to try it again. I don't know. And <laughs> that was just in the training mission, so it's not like one of the more complicated airplanes. Yeah. Um, but uh, just to to weigh in a little bit, that game is awesome with a flight stick. Um, I had a great time with it. Like being able to take off with the direction of the game, like doing everything right. I think like I got a little bit emotional when I like left the ground and was like, oh, my God, I'm flying a fucking plane. Like that was pretty sweet. Imagine how that's going to be in VR. Yeah, I know, right? It's going to get all foggy because I'm going to cry in my headset. But um, <laughs> but I will say that I like I'm just absolute terrible at landing a plane, and so you have to lift. You have to lift the goggles off the bottom to let the tears drain <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when you're wearing goggles, and I'm going to have to put. I'm going to have to 3D print some tear troughs to like put <laughs> up against my ducks so the, that the it, little tear. Tear gutters that aim off to the side. Yes, yeah. Alex's tear troughs. Yes, this guy oh, should buy that uh, domain name. You can put like a little like bottle attachment to collect your tears and sell them. <laughs> sell them to podcast fans across the world. Yeah. Um, you can, you too our, can own uh, some of Alex's tears <laughs> at one hundred dollars uh, a month in our Patreon. You get a bottle <laughs> of Alex's tears every month. We'll send you a bottle of Alex's tears. <laughs> For the life of your subscription. Oh, yes. Um, but no, it's very cool. I hope to play more of it when I have a graphics card again. And uh, and I had a great time with it. Yeah, it's they're, it's a interesting experience when using a flight stick playing that game. They do a very good job with making it feel very good, even with the $70, $80 flight stick that Brian and I both have. So it's mm -hmm. certainly advisable if that sounds like something that's... Uh, up your alley. Sweet. One other thing I tried a tiny bit of was Crazy Machines 3. I got off of Steam because it was a dollar. <laughs> um, it is pretty much exactly the Incredible Machine, which I loved back in the day. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a modern take on it. So, yeah, looking forward to getting into that a little more at some point. I just haven't been in the mood to uh, play something that slow. For those who don't know, it's basically like you're setting up Rube Goldberg Rube Goldberg machines to do something mm -hmm. um, in in the game. Is it is it like a is it a 3D representation yeah. of it? Okay, so it's not like uh, a you play it. I mean, it's 3D graphics, but you play it from the side still like Yeah. Like a it's, it's still like machine. a profile view but 3D yeah. rendered. Interesting. But it, the mechanics are <laughs> essentially the same nice that's cool yeah sweet that's I, it uh, i haven't i played i played king's quest really uh, yeah on playstation because we were flipping i was flipping through i finished tsushima or whatever enough to where i just don't want to play it anymore um and i was flipping through the playstation store and they had a bunch of games on sale like a week or two ago and megan saw that king's quest was one of them and it was like five dollars for the entire like six chapter series or whatever so i bought that and I've been playing through that. It's uh, it's all in like the Unreal Engine. Looks really pretty. It's uh, it's pretty fun. Um, it's I really like point and click adventure games are obviously like not my forte because like I'm so I don't think that way. I mm. guess I don't know how to explain it, but my brain doesn't operate the way point and click adventure games 
Like I spend every moment like going around the entire perimeter of a scene and clicking the X button to see if it's Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like this is taking forever. That's something with adventure games though. Like they have a very particular line of thinking and uh, sure. But the first chapter shouldn't take me like two days to do. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but that was, that's pretty cool. Um, I installed uh, final fantasy seven remake. I went to play it last night and decided that I couldn't invest that time into it. <laughs> so, so then I stopped and instead I've been watching the fresh Prince of Bel-Air on HBO max. Nice. So, um, yeah, I, that's, I, I really like King's quest is cool. It, it was really cheap. Um, there's a lot of cheap games on PlayStation right now. Mm-hmm. Like tons of things are on sale. They've had a different sale. Like every week, I feel like with different games. So yeah. pay attention to that. Um, and that, yeah, and I've been playing uh, in NVIDIA uh, 3080 Hunter all week long, and uh, <laughs> that has not worked out very well. Mm-hmm. So other than that, that's all, the, that's all I got. Alex, what about you? The RNG's been terrible in that game. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's real bad. Um, it's not in favor of us humans. No, that's for sure. Uh, so the game of the year of 2020 arrived on PS4 last week. It's called Spelunky 2. It is a sequel to Spelunky, which came out on uh, Xbox Live. Well, it was a Flash game before that, but the modern version of Spelunky came out on Xbox uh, Live. Um, man, maybe like ten, eight to ten years ago, something like that. Might have been 2012. Spelunky HD. I yes, guess. yes. Um, but yes. So for those who don't know, Spelunky is a game that is a side scroller and it is run based. It is randomly generated environments uh, that you are trying to get through in order to, um, you know, there's four worlds and four levels per world, and you're trying to get to the end of it. There are a bunch of secrets though, and there's very um, specific arrangements of enemies and how they can damage and hurt you uh, are are very particularly defined and you mostly learn by playing through the game more how to avoid best avoid the traps and enemies and things that you encounter and spelunky 2 is very much more of that um, but it is way harder way harder like I played about two or three hours of this game by Thursday night. And I was just like, am I just bad at Spelunky now? Or is this game harder? And I only got as far as like maybe world two, three. And that was a couple times, like maybe like two times I got that far. I was mostly dying by world one, four. And, um, so I went back and booted up the original Spelunky just kind of be like, am I just bad at these now? And I got immediately to World 4-1 on my first try in Spelunky 1. Mm. And so it's interesting. Like, yes, I've been playing Spelunky 1 for a much longer time. I know more about how all the enemies work. And I'm used to it. But I think the differences between the two, Spelunky 2 feels so much more dense. There's more stuff going on. There's more around you. Um, the character in Spelunky 2 moves just a little bit slower, even if you're running, than the character in Spelunky 1 does. Um, and they've there's some things that return, like the bats and the snakes. A lot of the enemies behave the same way, but there's new enemies, like these moles that can dig through the ground and just like pop up where you're at. You'll see them crawling around in the ground, and you have to like avoid them or anticipate when they're going to pop out and try to deal with that. And they are a total bitch to deal with. 
There's these like yellow guys that look like sand shrews where if they spot you, they're able to like jump and roll at you and they do a lot of damage and they can screw you over real quickly. Um, shrew you over. Yeah. They'll shrew you over. Um, the, there, there's like cloths that hang down from certain parts of the ceiling now, and they can obscure spiders or, uh, bats that will kind of hit you as you go underneath them. So that's a lot of fun to deal with. Uh, they can hide some of the skeletons in these like pile of bones that they now have in the, in the levels. So like they can pop up out of nowhere, seemingly nowhere if you're not looking closely enough. Um, so there's just a lot more clever ways to slow you down and, and make you, uh, you know, more considerate of what you're doing. And, uh, I'm warming up to it as I go. It's, it's certainly harder, but I like the challenge. I think it's, I think it's pretty good so far. There haven't been a lot of, I've only gotten maybe partway through the game so far, so I can't speak to a lot of the big changes. One of the things that I, I don't want to say too much because so much of the game is like discovering how things work. Um, but they've made some very meaningful changes in like, the structures of the levels and being able to make choices about how you proceed with your run because one run will not be similar to the next in a lot of different ways. And it's even more true now. So I just feel like the theme on Spelunky two is that the variations are greater than they ever have been before in Spelunky. Um, and so thinking about all the secrets that might come out of this and like how this stuff is going to, is going to work uh, as I learn more about the game. I'm just excited to see what, what more of it is like. I did get a chance to play some co-op over the internet with Rick and he was having some internet troubles. And, and I know the game is also uh, the, the net code is something that they've been working on for a while and they're still kind of fine tuning in a, in a couple different ways. It's received a couple patches already, but uh, we had a pretty good time, but we noticed that, Spelunky on its own is chaotic, but you can kind of anticipate that chaos if you're used to playing it. But when you start playing with more than one person, the chaos doesn't just double, it like quadruples. Like it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a square law of like, all right, if we have three people, then it's going to be eight times more chaotic than it normally is. Can you move apart a little more now? You I can have a, like, you can be fully apart now. You that, don't that have I to stay much. on the same screen, which is really really nice. Yeah. Um, it certainly helps. Although there's still kind of a pull of like I, we haven't quite broken that feeling of like we should stick together. Um, well, yeah, because it's dangerous. It is dangerous if you go alone, but Use it's also very system. dangerous to be right next to somebody when they have a shotgun That's true, and yeah. other things of that nature. So. Um, but it was it was a lot of fun. I hope we get to play some more of it, and uh, you know, hopefully when it comes out on uh, on PC or whatever, I'll probably buy it again at some point or something, and we can we can play some co op, Brian. But if you do end up picking it up, but um, it's great. I think it's fantastic. I'm excited to play more, and um, and uh, it's just the right kind of torture that I need for such a wonderful <laughs> year that we're having. Yeah, I'll. I'll probably try it at some point, but I, I really didn't play a ton of the original. Like yeah. I'm just really bad at it too. <laughs> um, yeah, it certainly takes some, uh, it, you gotta, you gotta keep at it. You gotta practice at it. Cause there's, there's no way to get better at that game other than to just die a lot and figure out what's going on. Yeah. I'm just bad at run based games in general. Like, uh, what was that one? We played a bunch of dead something. Dead cells. Dead cells. Yes. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I never got anywhere meaningful in that game. Yeah. 
even though I loved playing that it. One's, that one's a little bit different because as you play through it, you start to unlock more things that will change the way that you can deal with yeah. stuff. Spelunky has none of that. Like, you literally have the same set of tools, except for, like, the randomized shops that you can buy stuff in every time. But you start with the same, you get four bombs, you get four ropes, and you're never going to have any more effective weapons unless you manage to buy them along the way, right? And so... Mm-hmm. You can't really make that gradual progress that you can in something like a Rogue Legacy or a Dead Cells. Um, that, that may be why I haven't played a lot of it, because I kind of like that progress. I like sure. to feel like I'm accomplishing something. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it, totally. It, it, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, but Spelunky's just one that managed to sink its teeth into me, and I, I still enjoy it, despite the fact that there's some nights where I'm like, I don't think i'm doing any better than i was several weeks ago but we'll see yeah i remember my other experience with the original is uh playing at john's uh bachelor party mm. i think i was playing with drew yeah and like it was and Drew's playing good. co-op drew likes it playing co-op was difficult enough for me not understanding the mechanics of the game very well <laughs> yeah and then playing with him and he was like pretty damn good at it moving at his speed uh, <laughs> And also me being incredibly inebriated <laughs> by that point. <laughs> it was quite an adventure. Yeah, not conducive to great spelunking, uh, but unfortunately. Yeah, I would give the co-op a try some other time. Yeah, but yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I've been pl- Oh, I played a bunch of Alan Wake. Did I talk about that last time? I don't think so. I played mm. and beat Alan Wake, except for the DLC. Um, and uh, I don't think you had beaten it yet. I'm not even sure if I had started it at that point. I, I think that was my plan. Yeah. How long um, was that game? What's that? How long was it? It was about 11, 12 hours to get through all the main content. Um, okay. And it feels quite dated. It is a 10-year-old game now. Um, but I did enjoy it. I wanted to play through it before the before I play through the control DLC that... that um, uh, that contains I, Alan Wake related stuff. Yeah. And so, uh, but I think it was a good experience and it's, in, it's interesting the the combat I think starts off in a very interesting place of like, you need to hold your light onto these characters before they're vulnerable to the gunshots that you can fire at them. Um, and that's great, but they don't really build off of it that much. It just kind of becomes, here's more combat rather than here's how we're going to change it up. So I'd say that's probably the most um, flawed part about the game is that it doesn't really develop beyond that combat-wise. Um, but the narrative's fun. It's pretty pulpy. I like the... Every once in a while, come come across a TV that turns on and they have a fake like Twilight Zone um, TV show that they do. And it's it's the all the the acting is terrible and like the voiceover that they do for it is really weird and it's a lot of fun to watch. But um, mm-hmm. I'm most interested to see how control interfaces with the universe because I feel like a lot of the ways that they have explained, you know, supposedly the typewriter that Alan was typing his story on is uh, an object of power, I believe, uh. and. Um, the pages that come out of it are altered items and and things of that nature or something like that. So I'm interested to see exactly how the mythos fits in and, and what it means and what they do with it. Cause uh, I think it could be pretty cool. So sweet. 
one day when I have a graphics card, I'll uh, be able to play Control again. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah. Shall we get into the news? Let's do it. Uh, I got a couple of quick hits off the top because Ubisoft did a uh, another Ubisoft forward um, where I think they didn't even address the sexual uh, harassment allegations again other than like a short clip that they posted on YouTube uh, that was not connected to the presentation. So that sucks. But uh, aside from that, they are doing a remake of Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time that's due out in 2021 for PS4, Xbox One and PC. The original game came out in 2003. I meant to change our stream here so people can see me talking to this stuff. All zero people watching. There we go. Yes, all zero. The one the one viewers that we have, which is probably Brian. That's me. Um, yeah, so Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time remake coming in 2021. Uh, I really loved this game, and I'm excited for there to be a remake of it. I'm, I think uh, some of the mechanics that they introduced were great, and I've kind of missed it. Uh, you know, they, they didn't, I think they kind of took Assassin's Creed to be this type of game, uh, and they, and they kind of skewed away from doing Prince of Persia stuff while they've been working on Assassin's Creed, but it'll be nice to see if it makes a comeback. Yeah, I'm excited because I didn't really, like, by the time I got my hands on that game for some reason, it was pretty dated. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it still played really well, but it was, it was a little hard on the eyes yeah well the screens um, they've showed of this new one don't really look particularly good either yeah it doesn't yeah. look amazing but it looks it, i mean it looks better than if you tried to play the original one <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah. i'm sure much. like this that's you know we saw like alpha footage of some sort you know like they're not even quite ready to like it i'm assuming they'll update the textures and everything for the final release especially like if it's coming out like in line with any sort of like new console you know yeah they want it to look great well that's the thing because they announced it for ps4 pc and xbox one it's like it's not like they're looking at like crazy technical feats here like it honestly from the way that it looks it looks like they're not touching the gameplay at all which i think they is probably shouldn't yeah I, I don't think they necessarily need to because i think it plays pretty pretty well and and pretty modern like like a modern third person game i think control changes would probably go the furthest in that regard but um but it looks like they literally just put a new paint a new coat of paint on it and i think that's fine i think it'd just be nice to be able to play it in a in a newer uh on a newer console yeah sure i played the originals and they were some of the more difficult games i finished yeah yeah i can see <laughs> the that. second one especially was incredibly difficult at least for me yeah, I remember they put it out on Xbox Live. Uh, I remember playing it back in the day, but I remember playing it on Xbox Live a little bit too. And that, that shit's hard. They had time limits. Was the crazy thing? Like I, the first one, I got to like I think you had to beat the whole thing in like thirty minutes or like an hour or something. And I got all the way to the end and ran out of time, like in the in the last segment. And That's so I had to start over. Yeah. Um, the second one, I think, had a time limit too, but it was a little more forgiving in that regard. It was just more difficult. Yeah. In general, though. Yeah, the time yeah. the time abilities in, in Sands of Time, I think, are so much fun, and uh, and I'd be I'd be happy to play this game again, uh, even if it's just a fresh coat of paint. So. Mm-hmm. 
another thing announced during the Ubisoft event, Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to release alongside the Xbox Series X. It was originally coming out on John's birthday of November 17th, but instead it will be out alongside the Series X and Series S, which we'll talk about shortly, uh, on November 10th. So they pushed it up a week, which is cool. There will be a game, a new game to play on the Xbox Series S when it launches. It's going to be buggy as fuck. <laughs> It's we'll see. so buggy. We'll I see. I don't know about that. It's not. Yeah, I don't know that they reinvented the wheel with this. Assa- or re- reinvented the wheel with this Assassin's Creed. So hopefully not. Which before. one was it that was like in Paris or whatever? And like yeah. they kept showing. Oh, like, the, yeah. the dude's face was like inside out or whatever. Yeah, that was Unity, I think, and that was one of yep. the first ones to come out on the new. Con- oh well, no, Black Flag came out on the new consoles, but that was Black the first. Black Flag launched with the new consoles. Yeah, mm-hmm. Black Flag worked well on the PS4. Um, yeah, but Unity. I got. Unity was rough. I got a free copy of Black Flag with my, I think it was my NVIDIA, like, 770 or something. Nice. And it ran, like, complete dog shit, and I, I had to wait until I got it on Xbox to play it. Yeah. That was a good game. I like that one. It was good. Very good. Uh, But, yeah. So, uh, November 10th, it'll be out on Series X, Series S, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, Google Stadia, and PC. Uh, and so. mobile devices and microwaves and toasters. Yes. I mean, I thought you were going that route. Yep. Sounds like basically everything except for Switch. It'll probably be out on the 12th for the PlayStation 5, but more on that soon would be my guess. Anyway. Uh, John, you put in this thing about Far Cry VR. There's a long video here that I didn't watch. Did you uh, check it out? It looked like this is like a so, VR experience in a store. It, it is. It's Yeah, It's there's a VR company. I can't remember the name of it now because I watched that video like two weeks ago. But zero latency. Um, yeah, zero latency is a VR like experience company. Um, I think out in California, maybe, and they have teamed up with Ubisoft to do a Far Cry Three VR. And the video is kind of cool because like Voss gets up in your face and he's like talking shit to you, kind of thing. Like, um, but yeah, it's, it's just one of those like you're in a room with a bunch of people and you have guns and it's like a. I think you actually have like backpack VR systems like yeah. that you're walking through like laser quest style. Like, so it looks really cool though. Um, that's about it though. I just, I, I wasn't sure if we were even going to talk about that, but no, it looks, it still, looks pretty sweet. Woefully unprepared. So it'd be nice if it came out on like uh, an index or some, if they adapted it for that. To, Cause obviously this, the tracking at the zero latency place looks pretty uh, intense compared to what yeah. you can do with some of the at home stuff, but far cry VR dive into insanity. And, uh, well, even if it was like a, you know a, a rail style shooter sort of thing, like Farpoint was, like yeah. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, Set in like the Far Cry universe, like I'm, I'm, I mean that's cool by me. And honestly, like the short little action sequences that they show kind of look like that type of thing anyway. So it looks yeah, like exactly. they could they they'd be able to adapt it. It would just be a little bit different. Uh, so right. we'll see. Um, it sounds like IKEA is partnering with Asus ROG on affordable gaming furniture. Uh, this came out after, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Logitech and Herman Miller were going to come out with a very expensive gaming chair. How much was that thing again? Like a thousand dollars. Yeah. fourteen ninety five. Uh, and it certainly looks like a gaming chair. As yeah. much as a video card. <laughs> yeah. But you probably have better chances of getting that <laughs> fucking chair than you do the goddamn video card. Probably. That's true. We should just make the chair sound like a bigger idea so that all the bots buy them and then uh, they lose a lot of money because nobody wants that. Just call it the Logitech 3080. 
So, no, Ikea making affordable uh, gaming furniture I think will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what it is. They didn't have anything to show off as of yet, but... Uh, Every college dorm room is going to have that shit. For sure. <laughs> I, I'm wondering what they mean by affordable, though. Because, like, yeah. when I think ROG, I don't think affordable. When I think Ikea, I do. But So, like, I wonder... Well, you know what? They're, they're anything have to meet in the middle there. Anything so that's not fourteen ninety five, I think, is going to be well met in this. What category. it's probably going to be is you're going to have like three tiers of like good, better, best style gaming chairs, is what I would say. And then they're probably going to take like my style of computer desk and paint it completely black, give it some red accents, <laughs> and uh, give it put some give, RGB like, in it. Put some RGB like lights underneath it or around it. Yeah, like it's just gonna be that. But I, I bet you it'll be like a three tier, like good, better, best sort of thing where they have like these are the gaming accessories, and you could get like a keyboard tray that slides out from under the desk with like a mouse like area, yada like yada. And like they'll make like a cool gaming lamp with RGB built into it, and like a headphone stand that clips onto the side of your fancy ROG Asus uh, IKEA desk. And every desk will come with a free, like, lifetime supply of meatballs and gravy. So, oh, I mean, that would be amazing. Ooh, an apple drink. Yeah, hell yeah, the apple drink. I'll take that all day. That the change the can of the apple drink to be like, like black or something. Like it'll be a black can with neon green accents. It'll look like Monster Energy drink. I'll just say I'm mostly sick of like gaming chairs looking like stupid like racing yeah. seats, and I just want something that doesn't look like dog shit that I could maybe own and is comfortable, but and also I mean, affordable. I'm looking, with gaming, with a gaming chair, what I'm looking for really is a chair that doesn't make all kinds of fucking creaks and pops every time <laughs> I move around on it. I've spent $250 on my gaming chair, which I realize in the scope of like office chairs is not a lot of yeah. money. But for me, that's a lot of money to spend on a stupid chair. And it like every fucking move I make, this thing makes some crazy ass pop sound. Like and it mine. drives me insane. Well, I have bad news for you. Um, IKEA chairs do that too. But maybe yeah. if you no, buy I, this. I know, but, but that's what I don't understand is like 250 bucks for a chair. Is a is that's a good amount of money for a chair? Yeah. Okay. Like, why? Like, how how are they all constructed out of the same garbage, plastic, and rubber and mesh nonsense for two hundred fifty bucks? And they all make the same creaking and popping noise. I don't. I don't I'm just. I I'm, it makes me so angry. Well, yeah, I bet I'm, if I you. Feel, I feel like such a stupid, angry old man right now, <laughs> like getting mad about a fucking chair. Like, I feel like my Staples one is good for the money I paid, but I mean, it's only like three years old, and I feel like it's kind of breaking down. My, like, I have to chair, like retighten it once in a while. This chair is maybe a year and a half old, and I'm, I, I feel like I was completely robbed. <laughs> it's a bummer. I mean, like. At, Everything I do in it just it like I mean Oh yeah, I don't have that issue. There's and it's not like I'm making the... large motions or anything, like it's not even coming up in the waves. I don't know. Maybe I just need to hit up all the chair companies and be like, Hey, I run a podcast, we're reviewing chairs, send me your chair. You know it's funny you say that. Like when we went to PAX this last time, that those were the contests I kept signing up for. <laughs> the gaming, <laughs> chairs. Like gaming chairs. Yeah. 
But most of them, you're right. They look like ass. Like, I don't need it to look like it's from the fucking future or well, it see, is so, a game itself. Well, here's what I want Secret, it to look Secret Labs, like a plain... Secret Labs is like one of the big ones, right? I they agree. just okay. came out. They just came out with a really nice looking, like, it's like, a, I, I don't even know, like, what it, like, how to describe the fabric, but it has, like, this kind of, like, not gaudy looking, like, black and gray pattern to it. Like, it mm-hmm. looks very, like, North Face in terms of its, like, Good. appeal. It's a very sharp looking chair, but I know it's, like, $600, and I know when I get it and I sit in it, it's going to creak and pop, just like all these other fucking chairs. Like, I don't know. I, I'm ranting. About chairs, and that's just, that's just stupid. <laughs> I feel stupid. Gaming is so Nvidia's fault. It. <laughs> this is this, just... It's all everything is Nvidia's fault. Yes. Here's what I'll say: This fifteen hundred dollar Herman Miller chair looks like something out of the Matrix, and I'm kind of okay with that. But for the most part, gaming chairs look so dumb. Like I don't know, just yeah. Well, the, the funny thing is, like the basic. Herman Miller chair is the one that if you go on any of the PC gaming forums, all the guys are like, yeah, just buy this $500, 500 to a thousand dollar Herman Miller chair. And you will never have to buy another chair for the rest of your life. Like Herman Miller is like a known name. In oh office yeah, rare, for sure. Yeah. Herman Miller. And I think steel case, but it's all super expensive, but that's the thing. Like if you do buy these chairs, you usually don't have to buy one again for a very long time. Yeah, so you, I mean, you definitely it. get what you pay for. And and again, like I feel as though like me yelling about a $250 chair is stupid in comparison to like these thousand dollar chairs or I whatever, mean, but yeah. it's a fucking chair, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. The chairs are important though. I mean, you spend a lot of time in them. They need to You're be not supposed to cause it's bad for your health. I but it still happens. That's why standing desks are a thing now. Yeah. Anyway, that's more Moving time on. talking about furniture than I thought we would spend. Um, here's a couple <laughs> hits on uh, on Microsoft stuff ahead of the Series S. Uh, so XCloud launched this past week on September 15th. That is Microsoft's um, streaming gaming service. You can play it on Android devices uh android phones and tablets as of right now and it comes free with your uh, or it is a perk of being a member of game pass ultimate which is a 15 dollar a month charge but it has over 100 or yeah over 150 games right now uh and it's launched in 22 countries um but right now in the list uh I mean, you've got you've got things on here like all the first party Microsoft stuff, Gears Five, Grounded, uh, Wasteland Three, like a bunch of day one releases that have come out on Game Pass. All the Game Pass stuff that we've been talking about is mostly stuff that is available on uh, on this this service. So, if you have an Android phone and you are subscribed to Game Pass Ultimate, please make sure that you check out the X Cloud uh, app so you can play these games. On, on the go. You can pair your phone to them. I think they're also trying to work on on-screen controls, starting with games like Minecraft, um, so that you don't necessarily need to pair a controller to play them, but that's not the case for everything so far. So, I mean, if they just sold, like, even if it was, like, the 8-Bit Doe, like, if 8-Bit Doe came out with, like, a specific controller that has, like, a phone attachment to it, people would buy that. Yeah, I feel, well, and I think there's a bunch of stuff on the on the on their store that's like here's clips for your controller to get your phone on your controller and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, well and they and they also have like all of the um I don't even know who makes them, but like those those attachments that like split apart like almost like, you know, yeah, 
Joy-Con and clip onto the side of the phone mm-hmm. to like so you can use like those all look really cool. They've got one on on the Game Pass like announcement here that they're showing. I don't know if they have it listed here anywhere, but I mean, yeah, that certainly looks like it's an option. Um, so right. make sure you check that out if you've got it. But on top of that, we also learned that starting later this year, uh, Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will also include EA Play for free. This is the thing that you used to pay $30 for in order to get um, early access to some of EA's games and also access to a vault of old EA games. Um, but yeah, starting, starting uh, I think, let's see, this is at no additional charge, so anybody who pays for that $15 a month, uh, you will be able to get access to at least 89 EA titles through the Xbox uh, service, so... Uh, you also get a 10-hour free trial for select new releases. That did include some things like um, Anthem and uh, and my, uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. It might have some, like, they usually do slightly more limited trials for things that are more popular, like those games. And, uh, you know, Star Wars Squadrons will probably get something like this, too. So, mm-hmm. that's a whole lot of games. Um, and an awesome perk and just another reason that game pass is an even more, uh, attractive, uh, deal, uh, for $15 a month. So that's the price of a Netflix subscription. You could get rid of Netflix and play a bunch of video games for a little while if you wanted to. Indeed. And then finally on that front, Apple has issued new rules, uh, that will allow, services like Google and my Google's, uh, Stadia and Microsoft's xCloud onto their store. But uh, with the caveat that there would basically need to be an app for each game on that service. So for something like Game Pass, which as we or XCloud, like we said, has over 150 games, that would be a separate app that you would be downloading for each game. Uh, this is mostly because Apple wants to be able to have some type of ratings and control over the games that are on the service. Uh, it also created a bunch of red tape for both Microsoft and Apple to deal with if they were to do this type of thing. And I think Microsoft has already come out and said, this is ridiculous. Uh, and I don't necessarily know that they've said we won't do it. Maybe they have. Um, but they have said that they're not happy with the situation, and it's still not quite good enough. So, um, yeah, it sucks. I wish that it worked. Apple sucks. Apple Down does suck. Apple. I wish I could play xCloud on my phone, but I can't. Thanks, Tim Apple. Um, all right. So before we get to the real frustrating stuff, we'll get to things that you guys don't quite care about as much as somebody like maybe me does. Uh, the Xbox Series S and Series X will be launching on November 10th. Uh, the Series S will launch at $299. US The Series X will be $499. US but Microsoft is also offering uh, a deal where you can pay $24.99 a month for two years to get a Series S, and that includes Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, or you can pay $34.99 uh, a month for two years to get an Xbox Series X. In both cases, for the cost of the console plus two years of Game Pass, you are still paying less than what it would cost for you to buy all of that stuff separately. So you are still getting a good deal, but obviously uh, it is a monthly payment. It will take a credit check. And if you fall behind on payments, then they can kind of screw you over with late fees and things like that. But we finally have a price and release date for the new Xbox 
or Xboxes that are coming. Um, yeah, I think we should note that this stuff was leaked on Twitter, I believe, yeah. like ahead of time. And Microsoft, like literally stealthily overnight after it was leaked, was like, hey, that's for real. Here's the info. <laughs> and like just spit it all out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the series, I mean, the series cool. S details kind of leaked first because um, some promotional materials got out, I believe. Yeah, it was like a, a promotional video that was meant. It was like part of the the press release video that was sent to journalists ahead of time. I, mm-hmm. I believe that's what it was. Um, yeah, what do you guys think of the design of the S? Um, it looks like a bitchin' Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It's I really, bad. I want one just to like have it on my desk or something, but I have no reason to have one. It and looks I think like the price is great. It looks like it would be really great at uh, grating cheese, and so. Um, I think it's a tool that any kitchen shouldn't go without. Oh, that's true. I should get one for the kitchen. But uh, no, honestly, so I, I'm shocked at how tiny the Series S is. We should say the Series S is an all-digital box. It does not have a disk drive. Yeah, um, and it's something like 60% of the size of the X. Yeah, it's <clears throat> honestly like it looks like it's about as uh, wide as like the Xbox controller itself is. Um, and it's and, about as tall as three Xbox controllers on top of each other. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's crazy. It's, it's, it's small. And here's the thing. The other thing that isn't necessarily apparently clear off of this, and they haven't gone too into detail about it, is that the Series S is meant for 1080p or 1440p gaming. It should be able to do um, 1440p gaming at good frames, although we so don't. It's up to 120 hertz. Up to 120 hertz, which or is FPS, great. Whatever. Um, but they haven't shown a whole lot of comparison between the two yet. I assume that's coming at some point. But the so the Series S is meant to be kind of like the hey, if you don't care about having 4K, this is still a way to have upgraded visuals on our games, and you'll get access to all of the latest and greatest things like Halo Infinite and things going on forward from there. Um, and obviously you'll have access to, uh, Microsoft or Xbox game pass with either of these boxes. So that's a great, uh, boon for them, but this gives them a two ninety nine entry point into the next generation, which is the lowest, uh, and lower than that's, that's as much as a Nintendo switch costs, which is right. crazy. And, and it's, if you think about it, the average gamer should be more than happy with that device like you you should now i guess maybe not the average gamer but the average consumer let's put it that way. yeah a gamer a, a true gamer is going to want the x or a pc or a playstation 5 period the average consumer who's playing like the madden games or whatever like your average call of duty home like you know bro is going to want the x <laughs> because it's cheap and uh it'll run on their uh you know their 1080p tv that they had since their college year like freshman year in college like yeah i mean honestly that's the thing i think um one of the things that's been noted is that kind of uptake of 4k displays hasn't really been as insane as the switch from standard definition to high definition um and so there's plenty of people out there that are still gaming on 1080p TVs, and and I think the Series S is very well positioned to get those people. Um, but it is interesting that there is a power difference between these two machines, which is is what what I was trying to drive at. They they will 
not necessarily perform play the same game the same way like the things might look better on the x than they do on the series s even at the same resolution uh they might perform better we don't have a ton of detail on that yet but hopefully we'll see more before launch comes and and you can kind of make an educated decision for what you want uh when these when these consoles launch yeah um, pre-orders are coming uh this week i believe the, 20, the 22nd i think yeah, I think Tuesday the 22nd at a particular time. Uh, Microsoft has posted details of that. Um, so if you are in the market for a new Xbox, you should certainly check it out. Any other thoughts on these two machines? I think I think from what I understand, none of us are planning on buying an Xbox because we theoretically have PCs that should be able to play all these same games. Correct. Yeah, I have no intentions of buying one. Not not at this moment, at least. If for any reason, like, it gets to a point where they actually have an exclusive game and I have to buy one, I'd probably just get the S. Yeah. Brian? Yeah, um, I don't think I'll get one. Yeah. Yeah, I... I think I think they have great price pricing set here, but the idea that I can play all the games that are coming out on PC has kind of made it so that I don't feel like I need to buy one. But we'd love yeah. to hear what you listeners plan to buy, or those of you who think you want to pick up an Xbox, let us know uh, which way you would go in terms of the S or the X and kind of how you feel about the new generation coming up. Yeah. Uh, but cool. speaking of that new generation, the PlayStation 5, we had a price and a release date announced uh, announced as well. Coming on November 10th, for $399, you can get the digital edition of the PS5, which does not have a disk drive. But for $499, you can get the disk drive version, which also will play Ultra HD Blu-ray discs. Is it the 10th or the 12th? It is the 10th. Or it's the 12th. You're right. I'm sorry. November 10th is the Xbox. November 12th is the PlayStation. There Two days apart, which is I think is the closest that they've ever been together. Um... But yeah, Sony had a showcase which was baffling on Wednesday that had l- literally just the price and the release date, but none of the other information that came out afterwards. Um, yeah, Jeff Keighley was the one announcing like <laughs> when the pre-orders are going up and all this stuff. Well, and also he was wrong about it too. So like, so they had this big presentation. They showed off some new games, games like uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition coming for PlayStation 5. They had a trailer for Final Fantasy 16. There's a new Five Nights at Freddy's that nobody cares about. Uh, Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy, which I think John was excited for, at least. It looks pretty cool. There wasn't a whole yeah, lot Yeah, I mean, it. especially because J.K. Rowling has, like, no part in it, so that's cool. Yeah, it's the best thing to come out of Harry Potter. Um, right. And then, also, they teased a new God of War title that they dated for 2021, I believe. Mm. Uh, but they also had more trailers and things to show. They had some gameplay from uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. They showed off some Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. And also Demon Souls, uh, none of which stated that they would be launch titles for the PlayStation Five. But we now know that Miles Morales and Demon Souls are both coming out on launch day. Um, which that's cool, but not because I was hoping to hold off on getting a PS Five. <laughs> well, the other thing is that Miles Morales is now also coming out for PlayStation Four, which is weird. Uh, they also announced that Horizon. Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon, which will be out at some point next year, is also coming to PS4, um, which is an interesting decision and kind of going based off of what Microsoft is doing. But as far as I know, Demon's Souls is going to be PlayStation 5 exclusive, which is also weird because the trailer that they showed in the presentation said it would be coming to PC at a later date. 
And then Sony came out and said, no, that is absolutely not happening. That was an error. Oh. So who knows what's going on with that, but this whole presentation was extremely weird. Rushed. (laughs) Yeah. Like rushed and who not like they didn't they didn't even have release dates on some of these trailers that they that they announced like literally right after these games are coming out. I yeah, I think they just did this because they felt the pressure from Microsoft. Probably. Probably. Um, so it will be good to note Miles Morales is going to be a forty nine ninety nine title. Um, there is a deluxe edition that comes with a remastered version of Spider-Man for the PS4 for the PS5 that will cost another $20 on top of that. So it'll be a $70 title. Um, unclear if you will be able to get that remaster stuff from a disc or digital purchase of the original Spider-Man or not. That hasn't really been clarified as of yet, as far as I know. I'm trying to figure that out myself so that I know which one I want to buy. Because I would probably pay $20 for a faster loading version of Spider-Man. But <laughs> Demon Souls is launching at $70. It is $69.99. So Sony really? clearly is putting another 10 bucks on the retail price of video games. Uh, not even a new game. From the get-go here. I mean, it's not, but it like it it's it's a remake. It is a remake. Like, if you okay. look at Demon's Souls on the PS5 versus Demon's Souls on the PS3, it's there's a lot of difference there. Um, but anyway, with all of that said, Sony also announced the PlayStation Plus Collection, which is a selection of PS4 games that will be available for download on the PS5 for those that have PlayStation Plus. So it's kind of... They're trying to answer Microsoft's Game Pass... Uh, and so it's still, I mean, they have games in there like Batman, Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Fallout 4, God of War, Monster Hunter World, uh, and Persona 5 and many more, but that's kind of not, it's not, Hey, you can get Demon Souls the day it comes out if you have PlayStation plus. So Microsoft still certainly has the leg up on them there. Yeah. Good point. Um, and then other things announced the controllers are going to cost about $70 a piece. Uh, not a surprise, considering that's where the Switch has been since it launched. They have the 3D headset that maps out your ear and sends it to Mark Cerny's personal email for $100. <laughs> um, they have another camera that's going to be $60. Um, the weird thing is that to use PlayStation VR, it sounds like you need to use the old camera and you need to have a dongle in order to plug it into the new PlayStation. So but, the new camera won't work for the VR at all? It's not fully clear. They That's no the, the wording makes it sound a particular way, but they are going to give the dongle away for free. Uh, we don't really know how that's going to work yet, though. It'll probably be in short supply. Probably. Just like the Kinect dongle or whatever when the new mm-hmm. when the Series S came out, or the 1S came out, and the 1X. Yeah, that that uh, Kinect dongle sells for like $200 now. Yeah. Um, and then there's a media remote and a, a controller charging station. But anyway, pre-orders. Uh, so the, the thing is, they have a list of launch games here. The Sony First Party Studios Astro's Playroom is pre-installed on the PS5. Demon Souls is $70. Destruction All-Stars, which I think was like a uh, like a demolition derby-ish um, esports style game, is going to be $70. Uh, Miles Morales is 50 bucks. Miles Morales Ultimate Edition is $70. And then Sackboy, 
a big adventure is going to be $60 as well. Must not be as big of an adventure as those other games. If it's only 60 bucks. For sure. For sure. I think that one is also coming out on PlayStation uh, 4. So Probably. But yeah, uh, that's a release date and prices for the PlayStation 5. So Jeff Keighley had the details for a bunch of those releases right after the presentation. He also said that Sony was starting pre-orders the following day. However, about an hour later, everybody was on Twitter being like, yo, I pre-ordered my PS5 at GameStop. They're only getting like 12 of them. They got two digital ones and 10 disc ones. Um, And then literally all the retailers started putting their stuff up. Or pre-orders um and most of them are now sold out or completely sold out yeah but did the um website go from coming soon to out of stock immediately in some cases yes okay um best buy fucking melted down it like almost new egged it like it almost got deleted from the internet for like an hour when the playstation <laughs> 5 pre-orders hit B and H photo was like the worst. Yeah. Like their site was completely unreachable. So we should mention that they like Sony has come out and said that they're going to have significantly more available for pre-order this week coming up and that retailers will be able to handle the the demand. They did come out and they put an apology out. That was like, we know that this wasn't a very smooth pre-order launch. We apologize for that. We're going to have more available for pre-order this week. So keep an eye on things, activate your Twitter notifications Here's a good follow for anybody trying to get literally anything that is hot gaming wise at Wario 64 on Twitter is a a must follow. You turn on notifications just for Wario 64 is his name at Wario 64. That's how I got my two PlayStation five pre-orders that I have right now because I'm stupid and ridiculous. And I want to I'll make sure I have just one. end up buying that other one off of you anyways. <laughs> I'm not going to sell it to you because you don't I'm want not, one of these. You're fine. I'm not going to lie. The, <laughs> the Miles Morales gameplay that they showed off looked fucking incredible. It looks nuts. Like, holy shit. Like, if that's the future of gaming with ray tracing and how it's supposed to look, like, holy shit. Are you joking me? Is that how good Cyberpunk's going to look on this fucking thing? Because I'll literally sell my computer. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm done with computers. Fuck PCs. Fuck <laughs> NVIDIA. Fuck them all. Like, holy shit. If the PS5 Cyberpunk looks as good as Miles Morales does, I am 100% behind that. That remains to be seen. There is something about first-party developers. They seem to have the most know-how about how things work. They can make things look really good. Yeah, but seriously, um, though, like, like, fuck NVIDIA and fuck PCs. Well, we'll get to that in two seconds, but... So, John, it sounds like you're a maybe on a PS5 purchase. I am a maybe now just because, again, like it it was seeing the Miles Morales gameplay kind of sold me on it because it just looks so good. Like, I I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I hate the way the system looks and I'm, I'm still <sighs> kind of mad at Sony in general uh, just because of who they are as people at this point. But it, it uh, yeah, man, that game looks pretty fucking good and demon souls looks pretty fucking good and rumor has it the bloodborne that they're releasing is going to be a remaster so i'm pretty pumped about that too um it, i mean if any of these the, the playstation like you know collection that they're releasing is there's going to be any form of like remastering or upscaling or whatever if that's like if they're doing that to those games like 
holy shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, Bloodborne at a solid frame rate would be pretty compelling. <laughs> yeah, at 120 <laughs> frames a second? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I would, I would, if they could guarantee I could play Bloodborne at 120 frames a second, I will, I'll buy a PS5. I will, I will buy a PS5. I will pay for that game again for the third you won't time. You have to. It's part of the It'll collection. be free with PlayStation Plus, so you'll be all I right. I can't afford PlayStation Plus moving forward. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I'm I'm on I'm on I'm on the maybe train now. Brian, have, where where are you at on PS5? Um, I kind of wanted to get one all along. I'm with John though. I think it's kind of ugly. Except the the discless version is cool. The discless version? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it, it's definitely more streamlined. You know, it doesn't need a split keyboard, is what you're saying. Um, the one with the disc drive <laughs> looks terrible. It's like it, it's an <laughs> after thought that they just like oh yeah we forgot to put the disc drive in and let's just like put this extra hump here that doesn't fit and uh yeah that's where the disc drive will be but the problem is i want the disc version because i have a bunch of ps4 games on disc still yep but is hundred is a hundred dollars worth the trade-off of having a more ugly machine like i could care less about the ultra uh 4k blu-ray player because I have one of those already that was honestly dirt cheap. It looks way better than my Xbox did for some reason. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah, I don't know how good a Sony player is going to look either. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that as well, but so I don't know. I'm torn because really I just want to play, like I want to play demon souls, but I mean, if I don't play demon souls, I'll probably live but I definitely want to play the new horizon game. Yeah. That's a must, but I figure that's not coming out till next year. And now apparently it's going to be on PS4. I could probably deal with playing the PS4 version. It's probably still going to look amazing. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'll just buy one of your PS4s. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian's a maybe eventually, potentially not. Um, yeah. But yeah. We'll but see. I'm not going to sell my PS4 until the PS5 is in my hands. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good plan. I, I think that's, that's a good way to do that's things. A pretty I'm good, also, I'm, I'm yeah. debating getting rid like I, I currently have cyberpunk reserved on PC and I think I might swap that for a PlayStation version just so I have it because if, and when I do actually get a 3080 video card, I think they're coming with cyberpunk the later they come out. So yeah, we'll see. If we I ever see. get a 3080, who knows? Well, speaking well, of maybe, Maybe cancel, don't cancel your pre-order on Cyberpunk until you know. How about you just cancel your pre-order on Cyberpunk because pre-ordering video games is kind of useless at this point. It is kind of useless. That's, Unless you get a discount. Yeah. I could see it. Yeah, I got if $10 cheaper, off on Amazon. There you go. It'll be cheaper on CD keys like two days before launch, so. Yeah, okay. Anyways, let's talk <laughs> let's talk about NVIDIA. All right. They blow ass. Uh so uh John posted this article from PC Gamer said frustrated gamers are battling eBay scalpers with fake fifty thousand dollar bids and RTX thirty eighty paper editions. You can see a screenshot here where somebody just made a rectangle with two fan looking <laughs> things on it says fuck you. And uh the starting bid is a hundred dollars, but the buy it now price is ten thousand dollars for the NVIDIA RTX 3080 pre-order custom edition photo. Um, yeah. So we should preface all of this with the fact that like, this was the like most ridiculously botched launch of anything gaming related that I have ever seen. 
in my entire life. So we should say we had, there was the three of us, also Corey, who's been on before. And probably at least a dozen people or more in his Destiny clan were all looking to get one too. Okay, and then also John's neighbor and a few of his buddies as yeah. well. So we and had like a group of guys. Of we we had 20 at least people. a dozen people looking for these cards on our own. Yeah, and so uh, zero, none of us, zero percent hit rate. None of us actually got an RTX thirty eighty card uh, on Thursday. Carrie got a like a sale through. Amazon Denmark. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Which is not, that's yeah. It still it's, isn't fully confirmed that he got anything. Yes. It's, it's backordered at this point as well. I have a backordered order for one that's on Adorama, a PNY 3080. So, hmm. but, um, uh, yeah. So at, we were all sitting there at 9 a.m. on Thursday with, I had four windows open at different stores. I was looking at NVIDIA's Same. website. I was looking at Best Buy. I was looking at EVGA's website. Um, and, and so we were all refreshing and literally everything went from notified to out of stock or, you know, uh, coming soon to out of stock almost immediately. And then also throughout the day continued to like pop in to add to cart and then went back to out of stock or coming yeah. soon whatever Best variation site was really bad about that i had one in my cart i got to the point to to choose payment and it told me it was gone yep me like, too it, you should have at least a reservation window of maybe like 60 seconds or something yeah when you hit add to cart like i don't understand how their cart system even works yeah well i don't think they do either telling by how things went but yeah. um there were lots of people trying to get 3080s, and uh, unfortunately, eBay won out. The scalpers that use uh, bots to purchase many cards, you know. Specifically, one bot. Uh, what was it? Bounce bounce alerts or something like I that? I wouldn't give them any, uh, any actual lip service. No, I'm, all I'm going to say is, fuck that company and everything they stand for, and I hope they eat shit and die. Yeah, all all so, these companies that make these bots that were for people that are trying to grab limited edition sneaker releases and things like that. And I'm not just saying that because I'm upset I didn't get a video card. Like, who gives a shit? But the fact that this exists and people exploit it for this sole purpose. Like, there are people who can't afford to deal with this kind of shit. And all they want is, like, a set of fucking really cool shoes. Or all they want is, like, a fucking video card so they can play games on their goddamn computer that currently doesn't have a video card. That... <laughs> Like that sort of like those people are the ones that like you like you as a company like as Nvidia should want that person to get your stuff first and foremost and then beyond that if some piece of shit wants to come in and scoop up the rest of them and sell them for an yeah. exorbitant amount of money on eBay like whatever but they should like, get a real job and actually work yeah like that that alert that you know that bot company straight up says on their their fucking Twitter it's it's like if you're looking for that great side hustle blah 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 you could make twenty five thousand dollars in a matter of a day yada yada like some shit like that like go fuck yourself man like I hope your shit dies and I hope you fucking go with it because that's just nonsense man you're exploiting like average consumers who don't have the time or the money or the resources to like to to like get the shit that they want to just enjoy a little bit. Life fucking sucks right now for like everybody. And that company just made it significantly worse. Like fuck that company. I mean, what I will, I, it's the, 
we are talking about a graphics card here. Like, it's not necessarily like they're selling insulin, although I wouldn't put it past. No, I know. But what I'm saying is like, but they probably do have an app for that. They, yeah, they probably can Nying use that for prescription when, drugs. For when prescription drugs go on sale for cheaper. Like, you buy up all the insulin and then resell it on eBay. Yeah, so here... <laughs> That's our new socialized healthcare. In here on eBay, we've got a new listing here. It's a picture of a scalper hiding one of 40 bot-purchased RTX 3080 Founders Editions, and it is just a picture from the NVIDIA announcement of Jensen pulling out the 3080 from behind the glass bowl full of pictures which is hilarious <laughs> current current bid is at 69 cents um but there, yeah there's a lot of salt right now and I, I i don't blame anybody it was it was a pretty terrible experience trying to get one of these things but this this still you know i take this isn't the worst because the worst experience i ever had with like product was playstation 2 PS2. and that's a whole yeah. other story but like it's it's just again Everything kind of sucks right now. This whole year has been kind of a bust for everybody. It, it feels worse because you have so much less to look forward to this year, I feel like. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's like, again, these these cards are like something that like legitimate gamers just want to like upgrade their system. There are people who have been holding out for these cards for who knows how long. And they just want to like fucking play games to the best of their ability. And there's people out there who, are, who just want to exploit that. And that sucks. I hate that. It drives me nuts. Why can't people just be nice to each other? Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's quite disappointing. And there's just a bunch of like, so even looking at some of these, these, uh, these completed listings on eBay, um, you know, there's one here, somebody supposedly has it in hand, although they don't have their username on their picture here, but they sold it for about $1,500 and this thing retails for $700. Um, there's another one here that this, this bidding ended at $10,000 for one of these things, but I have a feeling that's one of the, there are people that are making bots to bid on these fake listings just to screw with people. Um, and so, you know, it's, it sucks. There's gotta be a better system, even just like a A lot of the system. Yeah. A system, anything, even putting in bot protection, putting in captures, doing that type of stuff, you know, to help make sure that people who actually want to purchase these yeah. cards and use them can get them. Like, I'm not even this specifically talking about us, but like literally anybody who like wanted this to actually use it themselves and not just sell it on eBay for a ridiculously marked up kind of price, um, it it is super it's ridiculous how easy it is it seems for bots to do this like why can't like i i can barely as a human pass the captcha to play fucking <laughs> grand theft auto 5 on my pc through the rockstar network it's like it's absurdly difficult yet like a bot can just go on the the geforce site and buy like 20 of these cards at once it's ridiculous yeah here, here's one where somebody actually has their username written on a card on top of the box so they certainly have it in person and it's it went for fifteen hundred dollars so it's uh it, it sucks it's a big bummer i don't have much hope for the 3090 release this week i also don't think i'm necessarily gonna get a 3090 anymore given that some of the benchmarks that have come out aren't Super great, but who knows when I'd be able to even get my hands on the 3080 if I wanted it. So, um, it's it's a big bummer. It just kind of sucks. And on top of that, just to put a little more icing on the cake, uh, Cyberpunk uh, system requirements were revealed this week. 
by CD Projekt Red. Um, basically, minimum specs, what you need here is a Core i5-3750K or an AMD FX8310 and uh, a GTX 783 GB or Radeon RX 470. So These are absurdly low. Yeah, these requirements. these requirements are quite low. The, the recommended ones are a little bit more beefed up. They're recommending at least a GTX 1060 or a uh, Radeon R9 Fury, but they're pretty low. We don't necessarily know exactly what playing it with minimum requirements is really going to get you. It could be borderline unplayable, although I would hope they wouldn't call that minimum requirements if that was the case, but, um, you know. Even the, the space requirement by today's standards, I mean, that's just probably like a quarter of what fucking Modern Warfare takes. Yeah, 70 gigabytes. Uh, you, that's that's an update for Modern Warfare, pretty much right there. That's a yeah, it's like a minimal patch for Modern Warfare. <laughs> yep, and then so. twenty minutes of shader installation. For the sake of story time, I just want to share my PlayStation Two experience with everyone. <laughs> I reserved PlayStation Two the second it was announced. I I had someone take me to Babbage's at Oakland Mall so I could put money down on the PlayStation Two right after it was announced. This was before game reservations and system reservations were even a thing. Like they didn't really do this. Like they didn't have a system for it. They just had a box with people's information and how much money they put down, like under the desk. And I went in, I gave them like 50 bucks starting. And then like every couple of weeks before the system came out, I would go and I put a little more money down and I would reserve other things. I ended up reserving like two games, uh, two memory cards, the system itself. No, I had three games and then an extra controller. And uh, I, I basically had, I had paid everything off a couple of months before the system dropped and leading up to it, there were rumors going around saying that the PS2 was going to be in short supply. And if you didn't reserve one early on, chances are you weren't going to get one. So I, I went into Babbage's later that weekend and I was like, hey, I just want to double check and make sure I'm in the first shipment. I've had this reserved since before anybody else had any reservations in on it, yada, yada. They were like, oh, yeah, you're good, man. Like, you're, you'll be in the first shipment. No problem. Like, you're one of the first people who got in here. Cool. Go home. No big deal. The week of the release, they called my house to tell me that I would be in the first shipment. And everything was cool. And I was so pumped and it was all paid off. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Like I'll get off from school. Someone can run me up to the mall. I can just go in there and grab it and come home and we can all play video games for the rest of the weekend. The launch day comes. I'm super pumped. I call up there. They say, oh yeah, like you're in the first shipment. Like we got you here. You're reserved. Cool. I'm like, oh, sweet. This is great. One of my brother's friends drove me to the mall later that day. And as I walked in there, they had a sign up that said, we are out of PlayStation 2s. And I said, Oh man, that's bullshit. That sucks for those people who didn't reserve one. They're out of PlayStation twos. And then I walk up to the counter and I hand the guy my ticket and he goes, Oh yeah, man, we don't have any more left. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have any more left? And the guy was like, well, we're out of them. Like there are no more PlayStation twos. Like you can grab your games and your controller and your memory cards, but like we don't have any of the systems. And I'm like, but you guys called me twice and told me I was in the first shipment. And I confirmed this with you like, you know, weeks ago that this, this is not going to happen. And they were basically like, oh, yeah, sorry, man. And I went home Jeez. so disappointed. I was like 14. <laughs> and uh, if there's anything, uh, you know, if there's anything you know about my family, it's that my mom does not like when her kids get fucked with. <laughs> and if uh, I wish more people could have saw this because mom was like, 
what's the matter with you? And I'm like, oh, I went to go pick up my system and they didn't have any left. And my mom's like, but you paid for everything, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, and she was go, she goes, so you gave them all this money for this stuff and you have nothing. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, get in the car. We're going to the mall. <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, mom, nothing's going to happen. Like you can't, like, you can't just roll in there. Like they don't have any. And she's like, no, 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 we're going to go up there right now. And I'm like, all right, fine. So we roll in there and mom just unleashed hell on these poor boys and was just fucking shredding them. And it was one of the greatest moments of me just being like, I was a little embarrassed because your mom, you know, mom's sticking up for her kid kind of thing. And like, you're just like, Oh no, mom, don't meet me around the corner. Blah, blah, blah. Like that kind of shit. But at the same time, like these, these grown ass men were so fucking afraid of mom. And I got to see every second of it. And it was glorious. And the, and finally, the one guy's like, oh, man, we got one that somebody returned in the back. And he said, this tray wasn't working right, but uh, you can have it uh, for now. And my mom's like, well, you say it doesn't work right, but it works to some extent, right? And they're like, yeah. And she goes, okay, we'll take that one for now. And then you can get him a new one when it comes in in the next shipment. And the guy was like, absolutely, man. We'll do it right away. Uh, we'll go get it right now. Uh, and the guy's like, oh, uh, Tim, go in the back and grab that one that that guy brought back. Blah, 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 blah. The dude comes back with it out and, like, hands it over all shakily, like, and everything. And we just walked out of there. And I felt so fucking sweet. <laughs> but I will never forget that moment. Like, like mom just fucking destroyed those guys it was awesome <laughs> but uh yeah that was the biggest botched release of anything i've ever seen in my Can, entire life didn't we get her on the phone with nvidia <laughs> <laughs> i haven't paid for anything yet though that was yeah. the whole like her whole point was that i had dropped like six hundred dollars on all this shit and i had nothing yeah that's she, that's extremely shady well she was she was like this company stole six hundred dollars from my child they, and that's not did, cool like i mean were they willing to give the money back if necessary they didn't that's the thing is like at that point like they didn't have the money really like it was considered a purchase at like like they have like whatever the 30 day return window policy or something like that and like it had been more than 30 days since i had given them the money for that shit like i don't really know but i didn't want to return i wanted my fucking playstation too and i got well and i think it was one of those situations where the dude the dudes working at the desk opened up that system because one of them bought it from the stock Mm -hmm. right you know like one of them bought it from the stock and was like all right we're gonna play with our playstation in the back because we're all sold out now we're gonna put this sign up we're gonna go back there and play some fucking god what was the launch title Tech, tech and tag tech tournament, and tag yeah. tournament while while all these SSX. all these rubes can cry about the fact that we don't have any more playstation SSX. 4s left it was, it was madden 2001 ssx uh uh tech and tag tournament orphan the rpg yeah uh and a few other games had come out at that time so they were but literally yeah. they like by the time mom gets in there and starts ripping into them they're like all right we're in damage control now i'm gonna give up my personal playstation 2 that i shouldn't have been able to buy on the first day anyway yeah so that we don't lose our jobs <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it was it was brutal and there yeah. were so many other people there that were pissed too i mean there's yeah. like everyone was mad like it was so, just, it was nuts man what i want to know is uh did the disk drive work it worked fine yeah yeah and they uh they did replace it like they did call me like a week later and were, and they were like hey we have a fresh one in here if you want to come get it and i was like oh, okay cool yeah we'll be up there today and like we took the one back and swapped it out like <laughs> put a couple scratches on it no nah, man I, like i wasn't about that like i just wanted i wanted my shit i wanted to play my game you know mm-hmm. i, I want, remember then, i i was on a fifth grade trip that day 
And I remember, like, I think Dad was with me. It was like an overnight stay in like a, a museum in like uh, Lansing or something like that. And I was like, we gotta call John and see if he got his PlayStation because I want to know <laughs> when I get home. Yeah. And I think I think I probably caught you before you 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 and Mom went back up and you were like, yeah, I don't have one yet. And they didn't give me anything, and I was like, I was like, shit, I'm not gonna get to play PlayStation when I get home from this field trip. Yeah, man. It was brutal. It was brutal. And I, I just like, I don't think I like, there are very few instances where I've been like that bummed about something. And like, I was like, I was pretty heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it took until you're in your thirties for it to happen again. <laughs> I, I'm not heartbroken over the NVIDIA GPUs or anything like that. Like it sucks. I'm more, I'm just, I'm more mad that like the whole bot thing is something that exists. Like that's, I, I, that's more infuriating to me. Like if it would have been like, if I if I could say with a hundred percent certainty that every single one of those cards was purchased by a human being w- who experienced the same issues I did, but by some stroke of luck they got a card and I didn't, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be upset about it. But knowing that there's bots out there doing this kind of shit for the sole purpose of exploiting other people who don't necessarily have the same opportunity or means, that's 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 fucked up, man. Agreed. That's where I'm at with it. Well, that's that's my stance. We should say Nvidia came out and was saying that they were supposedly going to go over these orders by hand, like manually, and understand what they can do to reduce the amount of bot purchases there were. Um, <laughs> man, if if the card, like I was saying in the chat, it's business is business. If the card goes through, I'm taking the money and running. Like, there's no fucking way. Like, they don't care. They, they do not well, care. And yeah, so that's that's the thing. Who knows exactly they, what they're they gonna do? They should care because this is this is this will affect them in the long term, I feel, if they don't figure this out. The, the only right. way they could do that they, they could make it right from this point on would be to have some kind of slow rollout or two factor authentication thing happening, like with the next you know, few batches of these going out. Like you can't just unleash them to the wolves you know like they need to have a better thing in place for the future releases than just like you know saying oh yeah they'll be ready at nine o'clock because i mean well and that's the I, thing by 901 they were all sold out these like the the bots that they that purchased that like the systems that are currently in play, like one of the things that i think they could do look and see if there's any duplicate credit cards, look and see if there's any duplicate delivery addresses, but also there are some people that use these bot systems that actually employ, like, forwarding addresses to be able to get as many of these possible. Like, they they ship it to different locations that then ship it to them so that they mm-hmm. can they can have... They, they, they fool the any, like, recognition type of system for this type of thing. So, you know... I don't know what type of shady shit they employ to get all these things. They put random weird names on all the bot or who knows, but um, it's just on top of that, like you said, whether it's putting out a particular link for each person to order one for those who are on the notify me list, whether it's introducing a coupon code system where you literally can't purchase one unless you use the coupon that you got in your email that notified you that it was available. Like there's, there's or literally putting a caption on the website like literally anything just to say that like all right if you're going to be a dick you want to buy one to sell it on ebay then you're going to be a dick and there's no way they're not going to be able to stop you but at least there should be more people getting through and able to buy one of these if they're actually going to put it in their system and use it for playing games or doing their 3d work or you know whatever that type of stuff you would do with the gp yeah. would be 
It's so. just weird. It's just like I feel like there must be none of them out there. There's like a few hundred or something. Like that's another thing too. Like they just shouldn't have launched yet if they if they're that if the limited. That low. Yeah. Well, that was what we we were there's reports and obviously there were some that were higher than others but there was reports that there were micro centers out there that were getting like up to 15 cards or something like that some of them got two supposedly and uh and this was like there's 25 micro centers in the country or something like that and if they all got 15 a piece that's something like only 500 cards that they were able to ship to this one particular retailer and they're, but they're like one of the most well-known retailers, I feel like, for this kind of thing. So, and yeah, yeah the- well, the weird thing is that they're not a partner for Nvidia because they don't. They all they also don't have the ability to sell the founders editions. So it's not like it's Nvidia still doesn't quite recognize them as like that big of a player in it for some reason. Mm. Yeah, because um, like Micro Center didn't. They were handing out like MSI cards and like all these other AIBs. Like, yep. <laughs> I, where where were all the AIBs like with their stock too? You know, like. Well, and there's something I, to be said about like I think there's been other videos that are explaining that like even with the AIBs, their their time to get production up and running was pretty short, like shorter than certainly Nvidia had. They knew this was coming. They're able to set these dates and figure out what they're going to do and start producing more. But they they didn't start producing them until August, which seems kind of late to me too. Exactly, like they just literally wanted to get out before Nvidia could say or before AMD could say, "Hey, we have a card that's going to be pretty damn close, and it's also going to be like two hundred dollars less or whatever it's going to be." Also, have really ugly LEDs that are red that you can't. Yeah, never mind. So yeah, man, the LEDs are ugly. Fuck that. I'm not gonna buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna wait several months to buy this other one. <laughs> no, I mean at this point I would get the AMD if it's comparable in performance, but I don't think it'll fit in my computer. We'll have yet to see. Uh because AMD's announcements are coming next month. And uh, supposedly EVGA and NVIDIA are going to be restocking. There's been restock. Supposedly the AIBs are going to restock every couple days. The things yeah, from- EVGA said they, they're going to have thousands of cards available, I think was the terminology they used. They have thousands available this week. That's globally. Um, but they're saying, you know, it could potentially be as soon as Monday. Uh, maybe later. Who knows? Right. But, um, yeah, it was... It was a bummer. It sucked. I was, I was, you know, excited to get one or whatever and try, try to get one. And then it like, there wasn't even, it doesn't even feel like there was a chance of me ever getting one, you know? Mm-mm. Right. So I don't have high hopes for the 3090 launch this week. And, um, and I, I don't even think I necessarily want to buy one anymore with some of the benchmark numbers that are out there, but I might try to get one just for the sake of trying to see if I can. Yeah. And then, go from there. Maybe I keep it. Maybe I don't like whatever. Well, you could probably sell your one on eBay and have enough money to buy a 3080 if they ever come back in the stock or just yeah. do the decent thing and sell it to someone close to what you got it yeah. for who wanted somebody, it. you'd know, but yeah, who knows? Anyway, I think that's, that's about it. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to follow us on social media or see <laughs> other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGamers.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a, has a Patreon. Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bz slash Patreon. Thanks again to Jason K., Tom Z., and Chris K. for their contributions. Thanks to all our patrons for being awesome. 
Uh, as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Hopefully, by the time the next episode hits, we could talk about our 3080s, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Very, very um, hopeful. Not really sure what else is coming out or happening. Alex, you got any ideas? Um, so the Super Mario 3D uh, All-Stars came out. I do have a copy of it. I haven't opened it up yet, um, but I do want to play that. That's the that's the game that has Super Mario 64, uh, Super Mario Sunshine, and Super Mario Galaxy for the Nintendo Switch. So that is, going, that is already out as of this past Friday. Um, there's also, so Spelunky 2 is coming out on the 29th for PC for anybody who's curious about that. Uh, but other than that, by the time we talk next, Crash Bandicoot 4 and Star Wars Squadrons are both arriving. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if we're gonna give in and purchase Star Wars on, on PS4 if we don't have PCs to play it on or who knows well, what we're well, going to do. We'll all get to play together still, so that's nice. That, yeah, that is the nice thing. That game does have cross-play and HOTAS support on console. Um, oh, cool. And VR so, support as well for PSVR, supposedly. So When is that out again? That's out on October 2nd, which is a okay, Friday. Yeah. Then I, yeah, I'll definitely play it before the next episode. Yeah. Sweet. So that, that might be something we could touch on. Cool. Sounds good. Well, thank you everybody for listening to my rant. Um, <laughs> I'm not that angry anymore. I think. I don't know. I'm still mad about the chairs. Uh, <laughs> it's a good catharsis for this episode. So. Yeah. No. It's you know we got a good through through line of like anger through the whole episode. I think. So we'll let that ride. And uh, yeah, we'll check you guys out next time. Thanks again for listening. Peace.